Hey everybody, welcome to the Dual Screen Vision Game Club. I'm Ethan Gledhill, and I'm here with John Bloodworth. Hello. And Dalton Sorrell. hey yo. And this is our inaugural episode of this podcast. We're just kind of, uh, you know, we wanted to put together some sort of gaming podcast, something yeah. to fill people in on gaming news, talk about what we've been playing lately, um, and, and kind of recommend new games to people. So that's basically what we're going to do. Um, and we're really going to just start off talking about what we've been playing lately. Um, so, John, uh, what have you been playing lately here? Um, so, I, I've been playing a few things. I've been playing a little bit of Rocket League. Okay. Uh, playing a little bit of Minecraft. That There's like a new update. There's pandas in the game. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about that. And then <clears throat> the thing I've been playing most recently uh, is Final Fantasy fourteen, And uh, I'm super, super in- enjoying it right now. So, what's kind of got you back into Final Fantasy? Well, um, there's a new DLC that released uh, kind of recently. Uh, I'm not sure uh, exactly when it came out, but um, it's called Shadowbringers, and um, it uh, gives you a new level cap, obviously. Uh, the previous one was 70, and uh, the new cap is 80. So it's like World of Warcraft uh, <coughs> back in Wrath of Lich King. Yeah. Level yeah, 80 You again. can make that comparison. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Yeah, uh, there's two new classes. Uh, there's an off-tank class called the Gunbreaker, where you use the gun blade, f- uh, similar to Leon or Squall Leonhardt uh, from Final Fantasy VIII. Oh, okay. And then there's a new class. It's a DPS called the Dancer, and uh, you you got to dance your way to some sick combos and strings and. Uh, there's multiple forms with the dancer, so you gotta kind of juggle those. Cool. Um, as you try and do as much damage as damage as possible. But and have you have you played any of the new classes? Like, have uh, you leveled them up? Or uh, I have not given Gunbreaker a try. I I'm not sure if you have to be level 80 or I think you just have to be 70 when you start. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I I currently have a paladin and. If I were to try one of the new classes, it'd probably be Dancer, because um, I already have a tank, and Paladins are in a really good spot right now in this DLC. So that's awesome. Yeah, and I, I'm not a huge Final Fantasy fan, but I know Dalton here is, and I'm just like, have you played the new classes at all, Dalton? No, I haven't even gotten to the new content. I've been really lacking behind. Oh, because you've been playing um, Streets of Rogue lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask uh, J-Bo, mm-hmm. uh, with, uh, with Final Fantasy, how much of the new content have you actually been doing? Um, I just got into, um, there's these individual battles, not individual battles, but there's a an instance essentially where you fight one monster creature or boss, and uh, they're uh, relevant to the story, but um, uh, yeah, usually it's an eight-man party. So two tanks, two healers, and four DPS. Uh, yeah, I just I just finished one of those. It was a very fun fight, very fun encounter. A lot of a lot of moving around, avoiding avoiding hitboxes and uh, AOE sweeps, and um, you know uh, joining everyone in the middle for shared damage. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, the mechanics are always just fun to pull off and. It uh, seems like that game has a lot more area-based mechanics yes. in boss encounters than you would see in like World of Warcraft. Uh, Especially nowadays. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Uh, cool. Uh, uh, what level are you now? I'm uh, 75, almost 76. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, the leveling has just only gotten better through time, honestly. Um, and actually, I'm <clears throat> I'm playing Final Fantasy XIV on a console. I'm actually playing all, all of my games this week on, on console. I've been playing Rocket League on console, Minecraft on console, and Final Fantasy XIV, which is surprisingly well-ported to playing on a console. like it's And it's, it's cross-platform, right? Yeah, it's, it's cross-platform, so you can play with... Um, um, you can play with people on PC, and I believe Square Enix was talking to Microsoft about potentially putting uh, Final Fantasy XIV on, on on Xbox. Yeah, that, that would be really that would be really cool. Yeah, uh, that'd be a good idea, I believe. It, it's it's nice to see. I don't know the advent of you know a lot of cross platform games. Yeah, Fortnite. Fortnite was. Uh, I mean, it wasn't the first to do cross platform, but it was. I feel it was the first to do. Between mobile, between all consoles, yeah. and, and PC, having a game like that on mobile, yeah, um, is is really interesting. <clears throat> the the fact that we kind of have gotten to the place where you can make a game that you know seems well made for a computer or a console, and and now the the phones are so capable mm-hmm. of of running that type of stuff. Yeah, there's little computers, you know. It's pretty great. Um, well, this week I have been playing. Um, I, I went back to Elite Dangerous, um, the Horizons expansion pack that came out a little while ago. Um, they released a, a large content update earlier this year, and I'm pretty sure that's when they added deep core mining to the game, uh, which is kind of a new way to, to make money. <laughs> and I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's just been a lot of fun. It's been kind of a grind for me a little Did bit. Did they add like new ships you can you can buy? Um, so I, I wasn't around when they updated the, the last update, but... Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen anything particularly new in terms of ships since I last played, because I I last played probably like a year or two ago, and um, I there there there's not really a whole lot new in terms of ships. It's it's just mostly in terms of like mechanics and um, you know some of the missions and 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 things that you're able to do now. More um, ways to make money, I guess. Yeah, yeah, basically, like they're trying to vary that up, and I think that's good if they're if they're doing that. Um, because the game has traditionally had a lot of it's it's kind of a grind, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And getting the ships, you know, they cost a lot, um, but it's it's definitely it's definitely very fun, and I I I I enjoy the kind of scale that the game has and, and the general gameplay loop because it's it's not always just like getting into spaceship battles, but also doing the trade missions doing the um you know the deep core mining which has just been really fucking great um i i've been able to make more money than i've ever made before mm-hmm. just getting a mining ship i started with this ship called an asp explorer yeah. which is usually like an exploration ship and uh and i had uh, I'd followed a whole guide for how to do it and once you kind of figure it out it was super intimidating at first but once you kind of figure it out it's it's really pretty simple and you just have to put time into it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm making more money that way than I have before just ever in that game. So I just bought a bunch of new kind of mid-priced ships. I mean, there are some really expensive ships. Like the most expensive ship I think is roughly 200 million credits of the in-game currency. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's it, it's been a it's been a good experience and it's been fun going back to it. Um, I'm I'm glad we're in the era of games, and it kind of sucked when they initially came out because sometimes they were broken, or some games came out and 
there was a lot of hype behind them, but there was not a lot to them. Yeah. And I feel, you know, nowadays there's been games that have been, the developers have constantly providing them with updates and stuff. And um, I, I've actually been hearing No Man's Sky is uh, uh, like getting a little bit of a resurgence and stuff. Yeah. And I, I think that definitely comes with the the kind of, the way that we release games now. Yeah. You know, game companies release games where they... They really the, rush to... Yeah, they rush them out and then they're not releasing really high quality games or they're not releasing... You know, they're just sticking to one service model, like the the games as a service model right now, mm-hmm. and and loot packs and stuff like that. Um, I'm that just surprised that No Man's Sky is still around after so <coughs> long. You thought it would have died off for a while, but it really has come back quite a bit from its failure of a launch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah, it was seriously bad at launch. I mean, I remember just how much criticism was being lobbied at that game mm-hmm. it was kind of surprising um I, I guess it's it wasn't really surprising the outcome but just to see that 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 could happen and i feel like that was just endemic of of what's going on right now yeah um in the games industry and they promised so much and then they just it was so disappointing but uh wh- what other games have you been playing recently um i've also been playing uh this little indie game um, that I really have been fucking enjoying. And it took me a while to kind of get onto it. Um, but I had seen it multiple times in the kind of simulation games. And it is, uh, it's this little game called Chef. And you basically mm-hmm. uh, design and run a restaurant. And you have to design the menu. And the where the complexities of the game kind of come in is in this menu design and like you know, catering to certain types of customers and pricing your food. But it's it's a really in-depth simulation of a restaurant that I haven't seen from any other game before. I mean, obviously you have older kind of flashlight games. Like, uh, what's the one with the waitress? Uh, Diner Dash? Diner yeah, Dash, Diner yeah, Dash. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you have like Diner Dash, but this, this isn't like Diner knowledge. Dash because <laughs> all of the stuff that happens in your restaurant is automated. You're just choosing kind of the the ingredients and you're mm-hmm. deciding on on how you want to present your restaurant so like i i have a like a basically a two michelin star restaurant um and it took me a long time to get there it's not easy to make money in the game and it's really can be difficult at first but once you you know have enough money to build up enough atmosphere in your restaurant and you you know you can kind of invest in better ingredients you're gonna cook super good food yeah, and you said they came out with an update that kind of helped out with that. Yeah, so they came out with this uh, uh, an update recently that did redid the recipe system, and it was funny because I was just so like I had just been playing a bunch of the game and uh, the recipe system I was so used to at that point, and mm-hmm. they changed it, um, and it, they honestly made it better, and they allowed you to change variables that you couldn't change while you were editing the recipe. Um, they they actually it feels like they made the recipes a little more forgiving. Like before, it was kind of a, a pain in the ass to kind of nudge recipes in the right direction because mm-hmm. you're basically scoring points, yeah, like flavor points, and um, you know you have to score enough of those points to get like a five star rating on the recipe. And it, you know if you have a higher quality recipe, you can price it higher. So yeah. you want to price stuff at like three to four times the actual price. But yeah, it's uh, it, it it's good. I've been really enjoying it. it. It's it's much more simulation based than it is kind of like. I don't know, like t- cooking yourself, you know, 
um, because it's a simulation. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's a lot more based in kind of a management sim. So I really enjoyed that. Very nice. And Dalton, nice, you've been nice. playing Streets of Rogue lately, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been playing a lot of that game and uh, just recently got a game very similar as well, Heat Signature. Mm. Uh, both kind of like Hotline Miami, if you've ever played that nifty classic. Uh, I mean, I played a little bit of it and it's really good. Yeah, and uh, Streets of Rogue, it's, it's like... It's kind of like Streets of Rage mixed with uh, Hotline Miami, like I said earlier. And it's also kind of like Binding of Isaac. It's got a, like a lot of roguelike elements. Uh, there's a lot of there's a whole lot of different characters you can pick from. You can be like a hobo. You could be a doctor. You could be a vampire. You could be a zombie. There's a lot of different ways you could play through these situations. And... I've had encounters where it's just crazy stuff happens and I don't even know how you live through half the game that sometimes, mm-hmm. but it can get really tough later. So how does the, like, I guess, cycle of, of the rogue, like the roguelite work sort of thing? So it's floor based. So there's like objectives on each floor you have to do. And there's sometimes side objectives, but you just complete all the objectives on a floor um, sometimes it's like you have to steal something or you have to break something or you have to kill someone. Jabo's played a little bit with me. Yeah, we, we did a, I did a little co-op with Dalton and, um, had, had quite a bit of fun. Um, uh, we were both zombies and, yeah, uh, if you're just infecting people. <laughs> oh shit. Um, uh, pretty much if, uh, yeah, yeah, we were zombies and, uh, Dalton and I were attacking NPCs and, and enemies in the game and we were having our little zombie armies swarm us and other, other enemies. It's, yeah, it's quite fun. I, I would definitely compare it to like Binding of Isaac and Hotline Miami. Um, yeah, and it definitely has that kind of look to it. Yeah, it's got a top down and, uh, the music is very well it's done. It's very well done. It's very cool game definitely recommend to check it out i'd also recommend this other game heat signature me and uh one of her friends heather have been playing that i haven't been playing it as long as her she's put a lot more time into it but um it's like high hotline miami in space you're like a pirate and you're trying to kind of retake i think these outposts in the galaxy and yeah it's really cool. You board ships. You can sometimes you're forced to do certain play styles like no killing. Uh, you gotta sometimes knock everyone out. Sometimes you gotta not be seen, and it's really fun. I need to play a little more of it, but I definitely would recommend checking that one out too, especially if you like something like Hotline Miami. Yeah, and that definitely it definitely looks like a lot of fun. She's been playing that nonstop. Uh, the last few days, uh, yeah, <laughs> she was playing it when her mom was here too. It she was, was it playing was it like on the couch while they were watching stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. Um, yeah, and I mean, Streets of Rogue definitely looks really good. Um, it kind of looks a little like Hotline Miami crossed with Gungeon almost. Yeah, um, there's a lot of interesting like. There's a thing that lets you disable shields, uh, something that will teleport people to another location, like. It'll, you can have it where they th- get thrown out of an airlock. If you blow up a certain tile on a ship, it'll suck all the adjacent 
tiles with everything in them into space. Cool. All right. Well, um, John, I noticed that you included uh, Rocket League. Yes. In your games. Yeah. Um, what have you, you know, what kind of has drawn you back to Rocket League? Um, so, uh, there was nothing in particular and <clears throat> actually R- Rocket League has been doing uh, something a little bit egregious, which is like, I don't know, as their updates keep coming out, they're pushing you to buy, um, well, loot boxes pretty come pretty freely within yeah. the game, uh, but you need to buy keys to unlock them. Kind of like how Steam or Valve games do that. Um, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and uh, yeah, as new updates come out, like they have these like specific keys that open specific crates, and there's like keys for general loot boxes, and that's sort of annoying. But it's yeah. mostly cosmetic, so it's it's whatever. But yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, I think they've been adding new maps and uh, new game modes with uh, the, these updates, and uh, it's just a fun game that I can play fairly casually, but. I usually end up getting <laughs> very much emotionally involved in matches <laughs> because it's, you know, it, it, I mean, it's car soccer. It, it feels like a sports game. <laughs> yeah, though. no, definitely. Um, it's definitely, it's very thrilling. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very satisfying to get better in controlling your vehicle and, you know, angling yourself to the right, the right way and, you know. Hitting the ball as as efficiently as you can and making making it go as far as possible. Yeah, I'm really really absolutely terrible at Rocket League. <laughs> yeah. Um. <coughs> so whenever I play it, I just get squashed. It reminds me, in Robo and uh, Motocross, or trying to think, is it Motocross '64? Um, or Excite Bike Excite Bike 64 there, yeah. there was a mode in it where you got to play soccer with your your motorbike. Oh, really? And I've never hear people usually mention it when they talk about uh, that game, Rocket League. It's like a proto Rocket League <laughs> on bikes. Yeah, that's that really. I I didn't know that that was in that game. Yeah, they have like a lot of weird modes like that. What do you remember that game? I think it was on like PlayStation Two. It was kind of like Twisted Metal, but you had boats and you were driving around like oh. a big lake and you were fighting each other. Oh, I forget what the fuck that's called. You're like, <laughs> I don't. I'm thinking maybe of a different one that like is. It was like set in the future, um, like Jet Moto. No, I th- think I know what you're talking about. It was not set in the future. It was like, it was it on boats or jet skis or boats. Okay. It, it was on. There were different types of vehicles. I see. I forget, um, <laughs> but that's okay. I I I remember that game from my childhood, and it was, it was very fun, and I. You you ever think how you look back to old games and you just think about how good their graphics were at the time? Yeah. But then you play them again and they're was just spl- shit. Was it Splashdown? Uh, have to show me a picture. Uh, splashdown. That might have been it. Splashdown. <laughs> oh no, this <coughs> is longer right. I don't know. I'd have to. L- I'd have to extensively Are you look sure for it. Was it like mm-hmm. in the GameCube or another console? I don't know. I thought it was on the PlayStation. Because Heather has like a GameCube. It might have been on the GameCube, but I don't know. It's all right. Um, I you know before you Hold on. look at this one. <laughs> Jet Moto. That is definitely not it. I I need to see images. It's not a lot of good. Images. Oh. 
Oh, this. How about wave no, race? this isn't it. This is not it. Look at that one. It's not wave race. You have. It's like a boat where you shoot people. It's not a fucking like Nintendo like racer. It was a violent video game. I see. Okay. Um. <laughs> and so I've also uh, been playing Islanders lately. Mm, that game looks so fun. God, Islanders is like crack and you play it and you're like where did the fucking hour go and it's the perfect it's the perfect thing to play when you're listening to podcasts because it's just kind of like very neutral you don't have to like listen or have a lot of attention to it you just have to you just play it very easily um but basically it's this game where you um you have you get these little islands to build on and you have to build a city and uh you're you're not you're not building a city to you know have residents or or manage a city or anything like that you're just building a city to generate points and you generate those points by placing buildings with it like adjacent to other uh to other buildings that give them perks and and bonuses so you want to put them within basically like an influence zone around the object and you place it down so you kind of create cities this way and one of the ways that you do it is um like you know you start with like a city center which is a building that you know gives you a plus whatever points to the houses around it Mm -hmm. and then you usually around the city center you put like mansions because they get a big bonus from the city center and and themselves and and you kind of build out from that and and there's other there's other elements to it too like there's you have to place farms and those kind of place kind of weird um you have to you have to preserve areas for like nature reserves and and shamans uh to basically score points and if you're careful at managing where these buildings go and the places that you put them you can you can earn a lot of money or well not earn a lot of money but earn a lot of points and you're effectively just trying to get to the next map each level so you you just earn enough points to get to the next map and then you just keep going and you're it's never ending so you're just trying to score as many points as possible and put yourself on a global leaderboard essentially Mm -hmm. um they also have a creative mode where you can just kind of place buildings around to your liking and test things out yeah um but overall it's it's just so fun it's a simple super simple concept but it combines this kind of combination of buildings and an interaction of materials that uh, kind of are reminiscent of like tetris almost where you're kind of slotting things together and, you know, trying to get the best fit. And, and that's that's a really fun element of it that kind of takes up your time in the actual game. And I've just been super enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay. And then, Dalton, you have uh, Do Not Feed the Monkeys. Please was tell this, me. Was this your game? Was it Hydro oh, Thunder? Hydro Thunder. Oh, this doesn't look like it. This doesn't look like it? This is not it. No, Hydro Thunder. What part of guns on boats do you not understand? It looked like there was like Those a are not guns. Those are like jets on the back of the boat, dude. I'll find it, I swear to God. I'll get you. You'll get me? Okay. Well, I want you to tell me about... Well, I'll watch, do not I'll watch you like a hawk. Like you, you do in the game, Don't Feed the Monkeys. Uh, Don't Feed the Monkeys is, is basically NSA... Uh, sim, you get to watch people. <laughs> okay, so it's a it's an NSA simulation. Well, I guess. I guess. I mean, it makes it's, it's it's a good way to put it. I'd say. It's more kind of like you're the Illuminati. You get to buy. You basically get these things where you can buy cameras and watch people from like <coughs> cameras, like security footage, just random footage. You can get access to it, and you have to buy more cameras to 
keep on progressing ranks and i think it only lasts for about 10 days the entire game okay but there's like a you get random ones and you have to replay the game oh interesting so it kind of like varies it up yeah with random situations and throughout uh whoops shit throughout the game like you when you watch these people they'll send you emails asking you to about specific like information on the people you're watching like one of them was for uh, you're watching a train it's basically kind of like a camera that's just kind of going back and forth in this train area yeah and you have to find out information to where you say the city that it's in and you have to like look up online with some keywords you find like the certain kind of train is a special type mm. And then it will let you know what cities are on the stops and I see stuff like that. Do, and do you have to find specific people or how do you like, are there levels? Um, it just kind of, the events happen per day. Uh, you start off with, I forget how many, but you start off with like four screens. And sometimes the screens don't have anything on them. So <laughs> it's sometimes you have only one thing going on or two things or even three things. Yeah. And for some of the choices, you get a a few different outcomes. And uh, the game begins by telling you not to feed the monkeys. And by monkeys, they refer to the people you're watching. And so it seems like they're implying don't really mess with them. But you get a lot of people in game. You get this little buddy in game and he's like, I I mess with the monkeys. Everyone does it. And so you can be mean and you could ruin these people's lives. Gotcha. You could watch the torture and do nothing, or you can actually try to help and save some of these people. Mm. That seems like a pretty cool concept, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's like voyeurism sim, basically. Yeah. Which I haven't really seen much like that before, um, but not weird, porny voyeurism. <laughs> <laughs> At least like just the like regular voyeurism. Going. There's someone who's a peak in Tom in one of the cameras. There Uh-oh. Are you're a voyeur on a voyeur. <laughs> I see. The only thing I wish with the game is they had like a fast forward button. The game can feel a little slow at times. You can go and do jobs and it will speed up events, but sometimes you get unlucky or you run out of jobs to do. There is So does it feel like there has to be some kind of like time progression between the things that the people do? Like, like if you just watch them for a while, are they just doing the same thing the whole time pretty much? That depends on who you watch and what time of day it is. But sometimes it's like for for like a few minutes, they'll just be like typing on their computer. And then like the other people aren't like home yet. So you're kind of just not doing anything. But if you if it's your first time through the game, it's not as much of a slog because you're looking up all this new info on these people. But yeah, playing the game a few times, it's kind of like, oh, this is this is a Nazi dad. This is Nazi Grandpa again. I know about him. Not Nazi Grandpa. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to take Nazi Grandpa down. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that that sounds pretty fun. Um, I, I know you've been playing a ton of that lately as well. Part of your, your grouping of games. And we've also... So I know John and Dalton... Uh, both have been playing uh, Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. And what are what are you th- what are your thoughts on that, Dalton? Like on uh, on the amount of Minecraft you played lately, because it's quite a bit. 
it's Minecraft is definitely like Microsoft. It feels like has added a lot of features since the last time I played, and like I wasn't, I kind of was getting bored of Minecraft a while ago, so I stopped playing. But it's been a while since I came back, and now they have like a shield. That's that's crazy. I feel like an old man now. I remember him like back in my day. I remember when the bed patch came out, so you could sleep where you live, and if you die, you go there. Oh, you can. <laughs> oh yeah, that was exciting at the time. That was that was the, the that was the crap. That was like, I feel like now it's like when old people tell you, "Oh, outside the local Dairy Queen, there was a line that stretched for days." <laughs> outside the local Dairy Queen, when they just got it all started up there was a, a line for days well i reckon <laughs> back in my minecraft day i remember when dogs were first introduced yeah yeah i started playing <clears throat> i think my brother was like they just added trees <laughs> to minecraft <laughs> the around the time that i started playing oh i see i was like really that seems like a a rudimentary function, like <laughs> I don't know. They just added trees. Yeah, I played during beta, not alpha. Uh, yeah, I was playing. I was an alpha male mm-hmm. playing during alpha. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm an alpha. I got more male. features than you though. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, fuck you! All right, <laughs> hey, hey, we were just lucky to have trees. Yeah. Okay. We, we were. were lu- we were lucky to have fucking back trees. Back in my days. Back in the Minecraft days. Hey, kid, I couldn't I, afford. I Minecraft bet you dug straight down back mode. in those days. Oh, you dug straight down <laughs> back in those days. I played creative mode. I had the most basic creative mode. Do you remember when you could play creative mode for free, like it was in browser? Yeah. And it was like. Oh yeah. Like the first version of the game ever, mm-hmm. it felt like toddlers' what? first Minecraft. Yeah, baby's <laughs> first Minecraft. <laughs> toddlers' first Minecraft. Um, Gabagoo. Baby loves Minecraft. <laughs> I I hate that actually. Um, yeah, no Minecraft international sensation. Thank you, Notch. It's a You're oh. kind of douchebag, but you made uh, you made game, and now Microsoft do okay with game. Microsoft is doing a little dance. Microsoft's doing a little dance on your Get fucking game dev grave. <laughs> all right. Um, it's doing. It's more popular than they're Fortnite. They're stimming on, on all YouTube, of the dead. I'm pretty sure. Well, it's PewDiePie who brought it back. Oh, yeah. yeah, all the gamers <laughs> are looking at PewDiePie. He, you know, he's the second most subscribed YouTuber. That's what they get for getting ready to tilt the tower. I tell <laughs> after, you what. After T-Series. <laughs> hey, guys. Subscribe to PewDiePie. Do you want to subscribe? Subscribe to PewDiePie. T Series can't win. T Series, we can't let them win. We can't let them win. Okay. Um, that was fun. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's let's ask Dalton. What you have this here? Zero Escape. What is that? The Nonary Games. So Zero Escape, the Nonary Games. Mm. Yeah. What's that? It's. So it's basically like a visual novel uh, mystery game, similar to Dong and Rampa. First game that came out in the series, the non-area games is just the first two. They released one later on that's not in this collection, but these two I hear are the best. I finished the first part. It's called uh, Zero Escape 999. So it's, okay, and it's got kind of like a, a 
you go through it with like multiple different paths. Yeah, so there's a bunch of different paths. Like you're all held hostage there, and they're like, "There's nine hours to solve the puzzle to get through the nine door." Yeah, and the what's there's the, people what's who the die third a lot nine? of the time. Oh, like main characters. I mean, there's like nine people. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. so there's nine people who have nine hours to get through nine doors. Is it like yeah. a puzzle room, or how is the gameplay like? It's it's like it's like escape room. Oh, okay. You gotta find a solution to get through the door. Yeah. It's actually quite a bit of fun to do just the puzzles, but so it's a visual novel escape room. <coughs> yeah, and this game came out. <sighs> the first game came out a year before dying rampa so uh, yeah i was gonna say it's kind of like dang it around paul since i like uh <laughs> since i like uh phoenix right <clears throat> phoenix right so much i maybe should give those games a try and probably try duncan rampa as well i yeah. thought you weren't into puzzle games not uh, a puzzle game fan uh but duncan rampa is a you know it's a it's little bit different it's a little <laughs> different he he doesn't mind if you have to just click on a bunch of things until you figure it out for the <laughs> investigation. True. All I want to do is click on on text until it goes away <laughs> and I win the game. Yes. Okay. Click um, on the step ladder. There it is. And uh, the last the last thing I really wanted to talk about. Do you have more on that? Oh. On uh, Zero Escape? I've been playing. So I finished the first one. I'm not going to spoil anything else. And I wouldn't really look up info maybe. The game has a lot of like weird things and twists and turns. But the second one is pretty interesting. They have like a little mascot character in it, mm-hmm. and it's a lot more like complicated because it's like so they have a mascot character. They just have, like these watches on that will like. This is just Duncan Rampa. So like after they they <laughs> usually it's they have to investigate a room and then they they meet up again or some some crap like that. But after it they do that in the second game, they all have to do a vote, and it's like the steel ball thing, you know, where it's. You you can choose to both not take and you'll split it, or one person can choose to take and the other person chooses not to take and they get screwed over. Oh, it's like the golden balls. Yeah. <laughs> but there's like a lot. There's a really weird and really cool thing that happens during that, and it's really hard to explain without spoiling. But it's very interesting how they do that idea, and there's like kind of references to Schrodinger's cat and stuff with it. To Scrodinger's cat. Scrodinger's cat. Oh crud, bro, bro. <laughs> Scrodinger's cat, bro. Scrodinger's. All right, cool. Yeah, that seems pretty cool. It does seem a lot like Dung and Rampa, but that man came out before. So it was originally <laughs> on the DS, but you could get it. Check on, it out on, on GBA and Steam. I know it's on it's PlayStation Four. Cool. It's probably on most consoles. And the last game that I I did want to talk about is Astroneer. Um, a little bit. It's very very fun. Um, just a game where you basically you got to survive in space. You hop between planets, um, which is kind of a pain in the ass to do. But I'm sure as you get better technology, it's not as much of a pain in the ass. But you hop between planets, gather resources. You're just trying to build up a base. I don't know exactly where. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> okay, I don't know exactly where. You're doing vile things. <laughs> I don't know exactly um, you know, what the end goal is in Astroneer. You just so got to get all the planets. You just want to get to all the planets, I guess. Find just some like explore them or inhabit them? Cryptic, ancient, secret, both. 
Cryptic um, metaphor. You definitely want to inhabit them. Okay. <laughs> and you definitely want to explore them because to inhabit them, you have to explore them. I haven't seen any. Um, are there like is is there is there life on these planets? There is vegetation. Ah, okay. No life though. There's no no real like animals, it's, but there's just, like mean. hostile vegetation. Yeah. No like, hostile well, like, vegetation. Like they'll fuck with you. Yeah. No, like they'll shoot you. shit at you. I see. Or they'll poke I don't you. Trust any of it. There's like these weird ones that like they'll fart in your direction and it'll like yeah. go towards you and poison you. Are, so would you consider this more of a survival game or is it it's survival? It's, it's, it's survival exploration. Okay. You know, you have to, you have to stay by an oxygen line and kind of go out into the, into the open wilds of this planet. Uh, the planets from, from what I've heard, they're not procedurally generated. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and I mean, they have really nice environments. It's a, it's a pleasant style for the game. I really like the tactile feel of the game um, with removing stuff from your backpack and putting it into storage, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know, it can the be a little buggy sometimes. It, it can be a little buggy. Though. Is it, is it in early, early access, access right now? Or is uh, it? It is in early access, if I recall correctly. Um, is it? Here, let me look. Because it... it it definitely feels kind of like an early access game. There's there's definitely some bugginess, and the, it it's just kind of frustrating. Some of the bugs, like one of the bugs, was that my uh, centrifuge wouldn't open. I see. Um, and let and let out the material, so I had to put it on like a special platform mm-hmm. that created slots for it to just like automatically put out the materials instead of letting me open it. And my um, organ sniffer wouldn't allow me to get the materials out of it either. Yeah, and there's a lot of uh. <laughs> There's a lot of problems with like uh, early access. I don't know. It doesn't say early access. It's just pretty buggy still, um, but it's it's really good, and it's not too. It's not too. Uh, I don't know. It's not too buggy to make it unplayable, right? So I've had to restart the game maybe a few times, but that's about it. We yeah. played. Bethesda games are for yeah, like no Bethesda <laughs> game. <laughs> it's no big deal uh, for for the fun and the experience that you get out of it. It's it's very entertaining. Yeah. So I I like a good bug in a game. I like to play a game with a good bugger too. It's fun to have unintentional content. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's my favorite. Form I mean, of when pers- it's not frustrating, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's when it's like the best kind of RNG, the one you don't know, the the unintended mechanics, unintended RNG, the the moving mannequins. <laughs> that that mannequins. scares you. That oh, that's th- Skyrim, right? That's Skyrim. Yeah, that, that happened to me once, and it freaked me out. I'm like, that mannequin just move. What I would be the? freaked out. I was like, and at the time, I was like home alone. My my dad wasn't home. He was at work. So I was all by myself <laughs> in the house. Oh. And I'm like, oh my god. Hey, we're just you were but a wee lad. This and is a creepy pasta. And <laughs> if you like if you like Skyrim, we're currently doing a series on our uh dual screen vision plays YouTube channel, so definitely check that out. Uh yeah. Alright, so we talked about Astroneer a bit. Um let's on let's move on to our game club game of the month. All right, Woo! so this is going to be a monthly thing that we're doing, um, and basically what it what it is is we're going to announce a game of the month. Um, you know, we'll, we'll come back in a month, and you know, hopefully everybody's checked it out by then, and we'll we'll talk about it more. Um, but we do know a bit about this game, so we can kind of fill you in on uh, on a bit about it. It's a uh, Hypnospace Outlaw, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it came out a while ago. Like Hypnospace 
came out. Back I think it was like sp- January last or spring. No, it wasn't the last year. It was this year. I mean, not last year's spring, but this but last this spring. Spring, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's this. It's this really interesting game where you, you're basically surfing the web in this kind of like '90s web interface that you, uh, that you're in while you sleep. Yeah. So and you're, you're kind of like you when you're going to sleep, you put it on. So instead of kind of not doing anything while you sleep you surf the web the 90s web the 90s. surf the 90s web it's got a lot and of you're great a content music. cop basically your idubs yeah um and you're trying to solve mysteries you're is you're trying to do content cop stuff but they don't give you a lot to work with you got to figure out people's passwords by just kind of going off their personalities and kind of figuring out like ways they give it away <laughs> You gotta figure out little Easter eggs they hide for themselves and their friends. Get inside the hacker circles. Cool. Yeah, and it's 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 very fun. Um, I played a bit of it myself already. Not too much though, and I'm looking to get into it more. I don't think John's really played any of it. No, I I saw a little bit of it. Um, Dalton like showed us the very beginning of the game. It it looks so interesting. It's so stylized and um, yeah, it's got a unique UI. It, it's very very unique. Um, and uh, Hot there Dad's was in it. yeah yeah. Um, there's an artist named Hot Dad that made some music for this game. Yes, he's in there as the Chowder Man. <laughs> Um, that he's a great, great artist, um, and the game is is really cool. Just has great visuals, has a lot of great music. Um, yeah, and it definitely '90s vapor aesthetic. Yeah, and it's something we're we're looking to get into, and hopefully our our friends at uh, Dual Screen Audio can join us. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it's around like twenty twenty bucks. Yeah, it's around twenty bucks on yeah. Steam. It's totally worth it. Uh, you can pick it up now. Games of this year so far. Yeah. yeah, and it's definitely one of the better games of this year for sure. Um, okay, uh, so then we just have some upcoming releases here, um, and one that I'm already getting on to is the new Vermintide Winds of Magic expansion, um, and that comes out August 13th. Yeah, it looks very, very, <coughs> very cool. It's going to have a versus mode, right? Um, I think, that, yes, they're going to be adding a versus mode. I don't know if it's in this expansion or if it's going to be a later update, I think it might be. Um, I hope so. If it's in this expansion, because that's I feel like one thing the game really needs, and it would be on par with like Left for Dead. The yeah, the Left for Dead uh, multiplayer. Absolutely, I think it would add a lot of replayability to that game. Yeah. It's 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 a very fun fucking game. Um, it can get a little you know if you're not wanting to do the same gameplay loop over and over, it can get a little boring, but. Um, that's why they need to allow custom maps as well, like in Left 4 Dead on the, the PC. I think they do have that for the mods. Um, oh they have yeah. a lot of mods that you can add to the game. Um, we gotta check that out some point, see if we could play like a modded in map or... Mm-hmm. That would be fun. I would love, uh, like, <laughs> I wanna do like... I'm trying to think of what a modded in map would be like on that game. <laughs> I like don't even Tower know. of Terror. That's one like that's in Left 4 Dead. That's <laughs> a Left 4 Dead Tower of Terror, but it's with fucking yeah. rats the Skaven. That's super funny. Uh, okay. The room is getting longer. Is that from Left 4 Dead 1? Tower it, Terror? It's not actually in the game, but there's like another map someone put in of the Disney Tower Terror. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. The Disney Tower Terror. I love that. Not Tower Terror. No. The uh, oh, it's the Haunted Mansion. Oh, the Haunted Mansion. The Haunted yeah, Mansion. Tower uh, Terror is a ride, I'm yeah, pretty that's sure. The, that's they should the turn Tower Terror into an actual like 
haunted mansion. It kind of would, is. It is when you go yeah. in. The like lobby's when, the like lobby it. is like a haunted mansion. But I w- I and would then you go through, and then like, did were you on the Tower of Terror? Did I was on, on the Tower of Terror, but it was like there's a lot of cool like stuff they showed, but it was just a line, and then you got in. I wish there was more like uh, more stuff to see, and then, there was and more then they scared you with the elevator. Yeah, I feel like it would take so long for the line. If that was, I would prefer to do yeah. all that without the elevator. If they just added more, I like the do elevator. Do all that without the elevator is the main part. Elevator is fun. That's the part where you go up and down. That's the whole point. It's fun. It's, it is fun. I've done rides like that similarly. Yeah, yeah, but that one's the best. That's the best one of that I've ever been on. I'm calling it now. Tower of Terror. Tower sure. of Terror, best up and down ride. <laughs> okay. Um. Ancestors, the Human Kind Odyssey comes out August twenty seventh, twenty nineteen. Um, have you seen stuff about this? No, I, I, I have. What, what's it look like? What's it about? So it looks like uh, <laughs> just a lot of pictures of monkeys. Oh, I see. Um, I, that's I the told best. you not to feed the monkeys. <laughs> I know. Um, oh, I think I've seen a trailer for this, but I don't know it. So it basically, it's basically this game. It's by the guy who created assassin's creed and then he left the company and he made this game monkeys assassin's creed now it's monkey assassin's creed so you can kind of see you're basically you're basically evolving through humankind so you start out as a little monkey i see you have a little tribe you're defending and you you survive with that tribe i don't know how that evolution mechanics work and for a game that releases you know in like two weeks you think you'd (laughs) know a little bit more about it but i guess i don't really know um, but Usually it looks pretty cool. There's a reason why they don't show a lot of it before release. Yeah, I guess I don't have too high of hopes for this, especially because, I mean, kind of recently the Assassin's Creed games have been uh, okay and they've been kind of shifting the formula a little bit. But yeah, for a while, like, like th- Assassin's Creed three, four, Unity, Syndicate, like, uh, it was getting so stale for such a long time. When did I the thought guy this guy was early on. Uh, DeSillitz uh, served as creative director on Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 2, and Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, He's also known ones. for being involved with Ubisoft's Prince of Persia, The Sands oh, of Time. I see. Um, sure I played those games. There was one of the Prince of Persia's I played. I don't think it was the most recent, but it came out for like PS3, and I never hear anyone talk about that one. Mm-hmm. Weird. And I tried to play my copy, but it's broke. Yeah, oh. The best Prince of Persia Sorry, no. thing... The best Prince of Persia thing it's, it's it the is one the movie. It's the Prince of Persia movie. It's the sand sand guy. I'm the sand man. <laughs> what sand guy? Uh, Prince of, he's the Prince of Persia. The guy from Naruto? Um, Ogara. Ogara's <laughs> the Prince of Persia. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, what well, else do we have coming out? Oh, coming out here soon, August 30th, 2019. We got Blair Witch, the fucking first person horror uh who's gonna crown the witch uh and that is a video game of the popular feature film the blair witch project Uh, if you all seen the feature film now this this is for the original correct i have seen the feature found footage film or the the remake yeah no it's not for the sequel the remake john you have seen it i've seen the feature found footage film dalton have you seen the feature found footage film you haven't I'm seen the found footage cat. feature film? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I don't want to see a guy in a corner. It's spooks. It like. was a spooky time. <laughs> that movie was spooky. Don't and it was very it. good. Um, and the new Blair Witch game, you do get a dog. 
uh, a little pupper. You get a pupper? You get a fucking doggo. And he follows you all around. It's just going to happen. I know. That's what they said. That's what they were saying. And I was watching various pieces of media around this. And everybody was asking, does the dog It's like when a horse movie comes out. It's like, guess who's dying? (laughs) Guess who it is? Yeah. You go into Marley and me, you know it's dog death movie. Uh, Like, you know, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. Does does the horse get like a disease in fucking uh sea biscuit sea biscuit or what's the secretariat or uh, the black beauty the black beauty the black beauty i think it's just called black beauty black beauty <laughs> all right um yeah so blair witch looks pretty good it's gonna be that kind of found footage style almost i'm pretty sure um uh looks like it's not going to be really combat focused more kind of puzzly focused more kind of uh you know e- exploration focused so that that seems nice i don't want to have to fucking fight shit it does look like they're going to have a clear like monster which is not a thing really in the blair witch like you never no they find the blair witch you idiot you dingus <laughs> they you haven't even seen the movie they haven't seen the found they, footage they don't film. find the blair they, witch they found the blow they, they gotta they go found their friend shoot, shoot they the find witch. their friend and she's all <laughs> fucked up but you don't yeah so you don't ever see the witch so it's a little weird that they're gonna have i don't know like right off the bat they showed something in the trailer that was just like okay this is a creature is here's creature blair scary witch. be blair scared. Witch project was cosmic horror Kind of. <laughs> you, you, could, you could make that argument. <laughs> uh, honestly, bet it's gonna be like that. Must be the Blair Witch. <laughs> Wait, that's the Blair Witch. Otacon. <laughs> Snake. That the- <laughs> Snake. That's the Blair Witch. Blair Witch is a demon. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Otacon. How do you wow. know so much about this? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Cool. And uh, that. Yeah. Blair Witch, like I said, comes out August 30th. Looks really fun. It looks very entertaining. It's generally what I want out of a video game. Entertainment and fun. Hooray. Um, <laughs> I just want suffering. But sometimes I do want suffering, and that means WoW Classic is coming out August 27th. Oh, good. I Same do want to suffer through that. Um, <laughs> God. Well, I, mean, I don't even know. I don't even know if that interests me anymore. I'm just like, I'm trying to decide whether that's going to be fun. You were a die diehard hardcore WoW fan. Yeah, but you I was a diehard Patrick. I was a diehard WoW fan. And Blizzard. <laughs> Blizzard. And no Blizzard. fucking Wrath of Lich King. That's when I was really into it. And Legion, I guess you could say I was pretty into Legion. I'm saying Blizzard's Blizzard's butthole. What about Blizzard? That Blizzard is they just is keep dying. They just don't care about their MMO, I guess. They, uh, well, no, they don't, and they, they, no, no, they they really fucked it up. They really screwed the pooch on this one, but they screw the pooch every other expansion anyway. So I mean, it's not like it hasn't had that problem since the third expansion. Yeah. Like it's OG nobody's surprised. Wow. It's gonna have unlike with current WoW, all the items are actually gonna be useful and helpful for the most part, yeah, like yeah. crafting wise. Yeah, nice. the junk, the advent of junk, if I recall correctly, is like so much junk shit it's it's kind of a newer thing yeah um, like i i don't understand that design philosophy of like oh yeah here's a bunch of just crap i mean i'm not gonna say that they didn't do that in the initial game but it, it's definitely you know it's it's gone up and i think part of that is you know providing uh money to people basically through just doing it you know the typical gameplay loops questing and what what else you know just gives you extra money but, yeah um but world of warcraft classic is not 
can be pleasant. It's, it's not, not for the faint It's heart. not kind to you. And the leveling experience, while I'm sure will be negated by, you know, the fact that people have experience and guides and add-ons, um, it will still be probably quite difficult and frustrating. So, um, But yes, I am definitely going to be playing WoW Classic on the, you know, August 27th. And if you are really into WoW Classic, uh, tomorrow, uh, I don't know what time, but they're opening the WoW Classic servers to allow you to create a character and reserve your name. Um, it'll be on August 13th. But uh, yeah, so th- those are kind of the new releases. Oh, wait, no, no, no. We got one more. I'm so sorry. Oh, what is it? We've got Control. Oh. Um, August 27th, yeah. same day as uh, WoW Classic. Uh, Remedy Entertainment uh, has a new game control. called Control. <laughs> oh my god, um, it's it's Alan Wake uh, people who made Alan Wake. They are making another game, and it kind of looks like weird X Files shit. Now they have mixed control. with SCP shit. They have to take control now. Yeah. Wow. Is it what's what's the name of the game? <laughs> Is it Control? Ethan, I think you lost control of the situation. <laughs> Honestly, from the trailers, it seems a little like. It, it seems like you're GLaDOS in the big aperture science laboratory just trying to get the hell out, you know? It, it, it's, yeah, it is. It, you it, feel it's like a weird. Rat, rat in a maze. It takes place in this big building. Uh, I had heard the name of the building before, but I forget it now. Um, it, it basically, it looks like you get psychokinetic abilities. You get these weird fucking guns that look like they're made out of black stone. Um, it's, the it, it's very, if you played Quantum one. Break... It's very like Quantum Break like looking. Yeah, Quantum Break was cool. Um, yeah, and uh, I mean, fucking Alan Wake is really good. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely, you know, if that kind of thing interests you, a lot of sci-fi sort of stuff, definitely check that out. August twenty seventh, and I think it's coming to all platforms, right? Um, I, I know, I do think it's coming to all platforms. It's not exclusive to any one platform. So. Yeah. Um, okay. Um. Cool. So those are those are actually all the upcoming releases. Now we've got game news, um, and a few articles that I want to talk about in particular. Um, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, and major publishers require uh, loot box disclosures um, now, or they're going to require it. And it says like uh, the Entertainment Software Association announced that all three console platform holders have agreed for to a voluntary change in their policies toward loot boxes. Uh, though the ESA's Michael Warnicky defended the practice in broad terms, he said, going forward, any new games or game updates that add loot boxes on Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony platforms will be required to disclose the rarity rates of items. Hell um, yeah. Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony have indicated to the ESA a commitment to a new platform uh, to new platform policies with respect to the use of paid loot boxes in games that are developed for their platform. Uh, Warnicky said specifically this would apply to new games and game updates that add loot box features and it would require the disclosure of the relative rarity or uh, probabilities of attainment randomized virtual items and games available on their platforms. Um, and I think this is a good step um, in the right direction, but uh, it's also coming from the Entertainment Software Association and you know that's just going to be kind of the the lobby for the, the game developers you mm-hmm. know yeah so like yeah uh, yeah they're they're trying to do this but this is really just saving phase i mean i i think i think that they're starting to take notice to the fact that in other countries you know loot boxes are becoming banned uh and they're not gonna they're not gonna they don't want that to happen here especially such a large market 
um, and the wonderful free capitalism of America um, that allows us to, you know, <laughs> put our kids' cards on a video game and then they can spend multiple thousands of dollars on FIFA card packs. Um, so, I mean, this is a step but in the right direction, but I'm still Mom, you know, critical. Oh, I need more V bucks. You need more V bucks. Yeah, well, we like Fortnite. I need my P dance. Mom, I need to buy the P dance. It's my favorite kind of dance. It's epic game. Epic game. Um, yeah, epic games. Um, P dance. And, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's just kind of saving face from the game companies, so. I, I I'm I'm fine with this, and it's good that they're doing this, and I think that they should do, definitely do this. Although I, honestly, a lot of the games I've been playing like will represent the loot box probabilities in them. Like I, I'm pretty sure Apex does that, right? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, Apex does that. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of on the fence about it. You guys have anything to say on that? Uh, not too much I more. Loot fuck box. loot boxes. <laughs> yeah. loot box bad fucking loot boxes not loot box and one of the things I'm worried about with these loot boxes is that it creates unsustainable growth for a lot of these companies and then they just eventually if loot boxes get you know, banned or something I could imagine these companies taking a severe hit going under a lot of jobs kind of being thrown out the window because of that um, because I mean they're already cutting jobs in the industry and they're making record amounts of money so it's kind of confusing um, how they're going to do that but yeah, make a good game first. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, another one. Uh, Walmart begins removing violent game advertisements from stores. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, this is just great. Mm. Walmart really coming in clutch. Um, God. You know, the debate over violent video games and their contribution to violent behavior, such as recent shootings in El Paso, Texas, and Gilroy, California, has sparked up again in wake of those shootings. Mm-hmm. Uh, to fend off any such discussion of their role in selling violent video games, retailer Walmart has reportedly quietly, or is reportedly quietly removing advertisements that might promote such games. Um, the report comes from Vice Games, which relays informa- which relays information from the sources of the company as well as images on Twitter and Reddit. Uh, the instructions say that they have been instructed to remove posters and playable demos of games that show violence, though the definition is not extremely clear. And just to be clear, this is not all Walmart's. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only certain ones. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I, I'm pretty sure it's Walmart's in Texas. All I'm pretty sure most Walmart's are are removing these advertisements. Um. Some okay. stores have the policy to remove um, the actual violent video games that they want to, Yeah, but not all stores. So you might have a store in your hometown that doesn't sell Mortal Kombat anymore because they're worried about, you know, violence and mass shootings. And Thank God. The, the problem is, is that... is video games. It's video <laughs> The problem is video games. Oh, my God. Video games. Uh, I was going <laughs> to do something horribly violent because I'm a psycho killer from playing video games. But I went down to Walmart to play Madagascar 2 again and they took it away. And I changed my mind. They got me. Yeah. I, because my, my murder Madagascar 2 over. made me so happy that I didn't shoot up a bunch of people. Um, I like them big and I like them chunky. So obviously in the way that, you know, the, the Entertainment Software Association is saving face with these loot boxes. Walmart's just saving face with this with this shit. Um, they're just kind of catering to people who have a concern about this. 
and people who have a concern about this are probably more likely to shop at Walmart. So, you know, is it a bad company move? I don't necessarily know. I think it hurts the image of the games industry and, and games as a whole. I mean, yeah. and it's, it's absolutely proven that there is no correlation, no weak correlation or strong correlation like for that matter between gun violence and video games and, and a large portion of the population plays video games. And even if you were to just bring it down to the portion of the population that plays violent video games, it's still, it's just not a factor into these things. And newsflash video games exist outside of America and it's not as much of an issue with shooters outside of America as there is inside of America. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you were to see these, you know, these statistics, uh, you know, don't influence these types of things in other countries. Um, it's just an argument to distract people from the real, uh, the real problems that they're facing Americans uh, in terms of gun safety. Um, so, so yeah, the, you know, those are kind of, things going on with the gaming industry and uh we um some <laughs> more lighthearted news uh definitely what do you think we should should we talk about uh, a skyrim player who completed uh the game using only a torch or fortnite pro player bugha swatted on stream i think it's bugga 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 <laughs> i don't i don't follow this these Fortnite experts. Yeah. I well, d- you already said one of the things, so why don't you just talk about the I already said two. both of the things. So. Yeah, but the other story, um, you know what happens. He completes the game using only a torch. True, that's true. There's not much to that one. Guy completed Skyrim using only a torch. I just thought it was a good headline. <laughs> um, all right. The torch he used was a flashlight. You said Bugga? Yeah, Bugga, I believe. The 16-year-old Fortnite player who won $3 million at the Fortnite World Cup was swatted during his stream. A uh, 16-year-old professional Fortnite player who won three million last month at the Fortnite World Cup Why just are got you swatted. Laughing? This is fucked up, Kyle. I it's, it's it is fucked up, and I'm sorry. I just it's just kind of funny to me a little bit. It's not I'm that I funny, g- but I got you. <laughs> just it's bad. It's chaos. It's uh, it's this chaos in the world. It's so stupid. How I mean, I just hate that. You can't people laugh do this. at it though. It encourages people. It's to do chaos it. manifest. I look at I. Anybody who does this shit is a dirt bag. But they're teenage dirt bag. So so it's kind of funny a little bit. Um, okay, Kyle Bugga, Gearsdorf. Is that guy German or what? He's got to be German. <laughs> um, Gearsdorf, hello. Uh, he was streaming Fortnite when his father informed him that armed police were at the front door. <laughs> hey, Kyle. <laughs> I, there's police here. Are you playing Fortnite right now? <laughs> Kyle. Yeah, Dad, I'm practicing. Get on the ground. Kyle. <sighs> okay. He's building away. <laughs> He's building. He's got a gamer shirt on. Get in the mech. Get on him. Get in the mech. He's got a legendary assault rifle. Oh, He's no. He's in a Fortnite mech. <laughs> He's in one of the mechs. He's got missiles. <laughs> <laughs> ah! um, reinforcements. Uh, we need reinforcements. He's got 999 yeah. metal. He's got the Thanos glove. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, dude, what if he? Be- what if the police showed up and he became Thanos? Oh, my God. <laughs> well, there'd only be half the police. He just snapped half of them. He'd snap everybody away. 
Um, okay. Swatting is the act of reporting a made-up crime to police with the intent of disrupting and or harming someone. Uh, yeah, no cool. shit. Um, if you do it, you go to hell. It's a shitbag move. Like, what Buddhism? the hell? It is... As, I mean, just no one deserves that. Like, what the fuck? Kyle Bugga Gearsdorf... Bugga. 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 Was streaming Fortnite on Sunday evening with two friends when he suddenly left during a crucial crucial end of match moment <laughs> i like how business insider is like mom don't you understand how crucial this end of match moment is gotta make it to qualifiers mom mom we're in the qualifiers well, well he already won the world cup yeah it doesn't fucking matter watch out ninja yeah watch out ni- there's another builder it's in ninja the swat on him because ninjas watch out ninja just kidding. No, okay. I don't think he did that. Did he just leave mid-game? His teammate says in a video of the moment, which was captured because Glenn's Gearsdorf was streaming on Twitch when the police arrived. If you listen to the exchange carefully, you can hear Gearsdorf ask his father with surprise, I got swatted? Okay. I, I was lucky because the one officer, he lives in our neighborhood. He knows me. He didn't say that, but it just sounds like he could have been like, my daddy knows him. <laughs> my daddy knows him. <laughs> my f- my daddy. My daddy. No, and then my father knows me. him too. Uh, my he father knows him too. But my daddy knows him first. You just got swatted. Oh, I feel I feel bad for that poor man getting swatted. You're only sixteen. Yeah. But he he's won three million dollars. I'm sure he's fine. Like he's good now. This is the FBI. That's what you Ooh. get when you're like very popular, you know. Get that, get that pop money. Get that pop money. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, what else do we have to cover here? I, uh, got, I don't I think I got something. Oh, you got I, one more I thing? got what, one more additional I thing. Got, I got something. What? Uh. Hot thunder. Hot, hot thunder. Hydra thunder. Sorry. Hydra thunder. No, it's about Brawlhalla. Oh right. Okay. They just recently had the WWE skins go live. <laughs> I don't know if you guys WWE skins on Brawlhalla. Yeah. I don't know if you guys couldn't Fuck. see it because uh, you know John Cena is invisible. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah! Wow, it's got The Rock, Xavier Woods, Becky Lynch, and uh, the unseeable John Cena. Yeah. Does it have a guy that speaks into his microphone um, at an audible level? I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, neither either Ethan or Dalton play Brawlhalla, but I'm. Uh, I I you know I I think it's a fun casual game to play on console. I play probably fifteen to twenty hours a week or something. Was so that the do game? You know, uh, do you know if these are reskins? It's a it is a fighting game. Yeah, well they're they're skins of characters. Yeah, they're not original characters. You so know what characters? They don't have their own move sets. Um, so that was like the Finn and Jake, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. They yeah. they they recently did uh, Finn and Jake from Adventure Time, and I guess now they have like this WWE thing going on. And uh, yeah, The Rock, John Cena, Xavier Hollins, and uh, 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 <laughs> Becky. Um, yeah, they got they got. Uh, it's not Glover Rayman. Oh, oh yeah, they do have Rayman. They did a thing with Ubisoft. When they uh, but yeah, this weird. This, this is a free to play fighting game on uh, pretty much any platform available uh, except mobile. Um, I need my boy Glover in that game. It's a it's a Smash style fighting game, so you knock your opponent off the stage rather than like depleting their health bar. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah, just super fun. It's just 
Uh, it can be an absolutely a, a casual game, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's sometimes the, the matches get super intense, and um, it's it's fairly in depth, uh, but it's like you know just a Smash clone, really. Uh, yeah. It's free. Yeah, and it's free to play, and it's just a it's just a blast. But and you cool. can play with um, yeah, people. it's kind of interesting to see WWE skins, and I think they also have a game mode where you're in like a like a WWE wrestling ring. And there's, like, chairs and tables that spawn and stuff. That's such a weird... I mean, it kind of makes sense, but it's, it's like, a weird, I don't know, combo. You know, yeah. I wouldn't have expected WWE with fucking Brawlhalla. Yeah. But whatever, you know. Yeah. It's a pretty popular game, and yeah, it's getting a lot of publicity. M- most definitely. I, I don't think it was at Evo this year. Uh, but Was it not at Evo? I'm, uh. not, I'm not sure. There might have been a side tournament. There were a few side side tournaments, like Super Smash Bros. Melee wasn't a main, uh, main stage event, but yeah. there was a side tournament for, for Melee at Evo. Cool. Well, all right. I think that's pretty much... Oh, Paul went to Evo, didn't he? Yeah, my brother uh, from the dual screen audio podcast. Uh, you should talk to him to about it sometime. I talked to him about it. What did he say about it? He Evo? said that it was it was fun and I mean I didn't ask him that much about it, but he said that it was pretty fun. It was uh he goes every year. Uh they had a lot of fun time in uh in Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I mean I just what do you, what do you think I'm gonna hear out of him? I went and watched fighting games. <laughs> I, <wanted to> <laughs> I went and watched a game where they fought. I shook hands with Sonic Fox and he kissed me on the head. I wanna <laughs> never mind. <laughs> all right all right well that's it for us today um thanks for tuning in yeah thanks for tuning in to the uh, dual screen games club thanks for game club you gobbles thanks for what googling googling okay um and yeah uh do be sure to check out uh the other podcasts on the dual screen uh vision network like comment subscribe like comment subscribe obviously yeah, and do check out bell for notifications no, we're not, this isn't youtube subscribe but uh, become one of my patrons check out what was i gonna say yes our, our 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 youtube channel check out our fucking youtube channel dual screen vision plays yeah come to our yard um, sale and we <laughs> come to our yard sale we're gonna be touring in and iowa next year um adopt my firstborn please <laughs> all right uh all right. gamers out Yeah, goodbye, gamers. Goodbye, gamers.